eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You ever have your computer like overheat or anything like that? Because my computer's fan <laughs> is going nuts right now. It's like, can't handle what's yeah. going on. <laughs> Crazy. Wild. Welcome into the Illini Enquirer podcast, where we have an emergency podcast as Kofi Coburn has announced he is declaring for the NBA draft. And right now, I'm going to talk with Derek Piper, Illini Enquirer. Derek, I don't know if we've had two news things that have surprised me quite in a row like this for Illinois basketball, where one, Alan Griffin transfers, and I just I, I didn't think that was going to happen. And and now Kofi Coburn beats Ayo DeSumo to the punch with an NBA draft announcement. Uh, when you saw that come across, what did you think? Yeah, it's obviously something that grabs your attention. And, um, yeah, I think to to not have it be Ayo, that, that's a little bit of a surprise. I think in general, when you look at it and you think back to Kofi coming in, and look, he, like a lot of top, 50 top 40 prospects would say or publicly say I'd I like to be a one and done if that's possible and I'm not saying that this isn't ultimately goodbye but uh, this was also part of the plan when, when Kofi came in that he was going to play a year and go test the waters and, and declare and everything I've heard uh, in the in the moments afterwards is that he's left that opportunity um, open to come back so uh, I think when you look at where he's at on draft boards or just the fact that he's not on draft boards uh, in a lot of places that that is the likelihood uh, in most people's minds um, had a huge season and, and freshman of the year in the big 10 and can he earn good money playing basketball somewhere next year? Yeah, he can. And um, we've discussed before it, it takes one team in the NBA to take a chance on him. And maybe that would happen. Um but, but in general, I think that uh, as you take a, take a step back and we think about it, this isn't uh, as shocking, but just the possibility of losing him uh, after losing Allen, uh, losing Felice to, to graduation, and then the possibility or even still likelihood of losing Io, uh, that's pretty scary. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's a complete program changer for Illinois. And uh, it's obviously very scary for Illini fans. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's the rarity, Derek, where coming back for a sophomore year just makes so much sense. I mean, you see Jalen Smith, you see Daniel Toru, and how much they improved their stock. I, I really do. I think Jalen Smith 
improved his stock. I, how much? I, I don't know, but I think he did. Daniel Torres certainly did. I think Xavier Tillman did um, as well, coming back for a junior season. But yeah, you're right. I mean, a Big Ten freshman of the year who statistically and you know just overall had the impact that Kofi Coburn had, it's not a surprise that that guy would look to be a one-and-done or have dreams of being a one-and-done. What kind of feedback do you think he'll get in this process that you know, he's not able to work out for teams right now, and he's got to make a decision, at least based on the rules by now, by June 3rd. So what do you think happens for him over the next almost two months? Yeah, that, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, it'll be interesting as far as what he hears or, or what he's heard already and um, doing his due diligence and, and seeing what he can get back from NBA scouts. Um, again, without the evaluation opportunities of being seen further in a combine or being seen further in workouts. Uh, obviously, the the league guys were on him at points throughout the year, if not only uh, for himself, but uh, playing in the Big Ten, but playing alongside Io. And, and those teams that you know were definitely uh, getting a look at Io. And, uh, you, you know, I'd go on the road and um, even at home you, you, you'd see it. But uh, I think the Penn State game, there, there might have been at least seven teams, if not double digits, and, and you saw that at a couple other places. Uh, and, and so teams are familiar, and, and there was some up-and-down moments for Kofi where uh, times early in February, late in January, he, he was really struggling. Uh, other times he, he was dominant, he was absolute dominant force, and he did finish strong. Uh, you think about his the way he battled Trace Jackson Davis and, and battled Luca Garza in the last two games at home. But uh, I, I don't know what that's going to be like. We talked to Sam Vecini uh, on our show, Lon and I did a couple weeks ago, and uh, he, he doesn't see Kofi as a draft pick right now and uh, says maybe somewhere down the line if he's able to add a jump shot away. And, and look, he, he's been able to shoot free throws pretty well, and, and he did make some free throw line extended jumpers, but uh, to continue adding that to his game and just also continue to get in better shape and, and show more as a defender. So uh, there's a lot more that he can show. And Brad Underwood says it all the time that, uh, you know, he's really just dipping his toe in the pond of, of what he can really be. And uh, there's a lot of upside for Kofi. And there's always going to be the, the conversation of how does he fit in the, in the modern NBA game. And, and that's something that maybe he's going to have to battle no matter how many years he stays in college. But, uh, there, there's no doubt that he can continue to build on a on a freshman year, and I always compared him to to Bruno Fernando in terms of impact. And Bruno spent two years in right. in college, and then early second round pick. So uh, I would I still have the expectation that Kopi would would come back, but I guess at the same time you you never know with with players, you know, fi- family situations, and just the opportunity to go earn a living is. It's something that you got to at least respect. I, I got a text from somebody who I really respect who's in, in the NBA world, and he even knows, like, he, he doesn't see Kofi as, as an NBA player, but he also thinks, and I agree with this, that some Illini fans have kind of an outdated version of what uh, college basketball the NBA is. I mean, everybody wants to play pro basketball. And for a guy like Iowa DeSumo Dare, I don't know how much more he can prove at the college level, which would make it interesting if he came back. Kofi Coburn is, like I said before, I think he is one of those guys who can really improve his stock coming back for another year and really benefit from coming back to college for another year. But I, I think the reality is, is like, you know, guys don't stay three or four years if they think 
they're they're not going to improve that one skill or show off that one skill or improve their stock anymore. Uh, they want to go have as much career length as they can of making money. And if there is that one NBA team that wants to invest a, a pick and put him in the G League for a year or two and pay him while he's down there, um, I could see a team wanting to do that because his upside could be very high. I mean, he is different enough, right, than the big lumbering guys that he's worth a, a mid to second, you know, draft pick. If you're just if you're just looking for some lottery ticket, right? I I think he could be that kind of guy, but he's got a long way to go because he does have flaws, right? Defensively, who's he guarding? Um, because those stretch fives in the NBA could eat him up because Garza did, right? Um, those guards, mm-hmm. you got to hedge 25 feet, and then somebody's going to take him off the bounce and really take advantage of him there. And and offensively, you know, he could be a force, but but he's so raw. So I think he's enough of a unicorn, Derek, that I think somebody might take a risk on him just because they're like, eh, why not? We have three second-round picks. Let's see if this guy works out. But also I think there's people that are like, yeah, he's he's way too much of an investment right now and too far away from it. Yeah, you make a good point. The upside play, there's certainly the upside or just being different, as you said. And uh, I mean, he's a mammoth. There's not a a ton of guys like him as far as we think about him guarding the perimeter, but also could he go into the the league or uh, professional basketball and and be a force inside and rebound like a like an Andre Drummond? I I think that's that's possible. Uh, That's possible in his future. And he grew a ton. And that might be another thing to his to his credit, but it also bounces back and say, well, you could go back to Illinois, do the same. But he grew a ton uh, just in the in the year, less than a year that he was on Illinois campus. So um, there's still his trajectory is still way upward uh, as far as growth in his game. Um, but but yeah, someone could it takes one front office to to convince themselves that, that he's worth a, a pick and worth a shot. And, and I, I could see that happening uh, at the same time. There's just so many different areas, even just offensively where, you know, he was a big part of Illinois offense, but uh, him on the low, low block has a lot to gain as far as moves and um, doing more than just catching and dunking or, or rolling to the rim on a, on a pick and roll and, uh, if he was able to to get a couple of you know right right hook baseline drop step and and do a couple of different things there and also just continue to to boost his mobility uh, as far as defensively because I thought he showed some moments against Daniel Oturu and there were a couple of guys like that who tried to take him off the bounce and, and Kofi at times would would fare pretty well and, and be able to cut that off but uh, you mentioned it there at ball screens Illinois did not. Try, when they were successful later in the year, middle of the year, and down the stretch, they were not sending Kofi out to, to hedge, and uh, it was really on the guards to slip those screens. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that, that there are just a number of areas where uh, he could be susceptible and, and be exploited at the next level, uh, but there's still there's a lot to like. And yeah. uh, I think one more year with Antigua and you know playing with a, a point guard like Andre Curbelo, there's a, there's a lot to – to be intrigued on the Illinois side as far as trying to convince him to come back for one more year. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Derek, there's probably a lot of panic out there right now. Um, you said he's left open the possibility. We hadn't heard from Brad publicly that that he expected Kofi to go. Um, so I, I don't know if you have a read yet. I know you've talked to some people. What's your read of their expectation with Kofi through this? Yeah, again, I, I think it kind of goes back to their original expectations, and this doesn't really – stray away from anything that they expected originally. And again, I mean, Kofi had a year that was as good of you probably you could have imagined, if not better for a freshman center who you wondered, or or people saw him towards the end of his high school prospect days and and talked about, man, he really needs to get in shape and uh, needs to do some different things defensively because he could, he could really be a problem. And um, he, he was pretty darn good. So, uh, but yeah, as far as him declaring and him not coming out and saying, it probably, I think fans would probably feel a lot better if, if he added in his announcement mm-hmm. somewhere that I'm leaving the possibility open, which he didn't say. Uh, he also didn't say, you know, I'm hiring an agent, I'm gone for sure. Um, but from what I've been able to, to gauge, uh, I reached out and, and asked if the possibility was still there for him to come back. They said yes, and uh, it seems like this wasn't, too jarring uh, for the Illini camp, uh, but again, uh, it's it's someone who now has an opportunity to, to get some feedback and, and is going to have an opportunity to make some good money playing basketball and and knowing what they're what they're able to accomplish this past year in Champaign and uh, what they're already set to lose um, in big losses with with Felice and Allen and uh, potentially Io if they were to lose Kofi that would. Yeah. And and it's funny an interesting doc, you know conversation is if say Io then declares and Illinois hypothetically could only take one back obviously you leave the spots open but you might say Kofi because you have the replacements <laughs> for Io you I have was... Adam Miller you have uh, Curbelo coming in you still have Trent yep. you don't have a five you have Georgie and, and Jermaine Hamlin so right. uh, Kofi would be a a huge, huge blow. I, I totally agree. I was about to go into it, Derek, that I was going to say, Illinois, though they don't have a, a guy who can replace Io Foley, they have contingency plans for Io DeSumo, right? Like you have Andre Corbello, that's maybe more of an Andres Felice, you know, but you got Andre Corbello, Adam Miller, Austin Hutcherson, even Jacob Grandison that can help out on the wing, right? You have contingency plans there. Trent Frazier could up his game a little bit. Um, Alan Griffin, you have contingency plans there with Miller, Hutcherson, and, and Grandison. Um, you can find a guard on the transfer market if you really wanted to, and doesn't seem like they have one that they're high enough on that they're going to go get, at least that's immediately eligible. There is no contingency plan for Kofi Coburn, right? There's no right. guy you can go get 
even on the transfer market right now, that will make the impact Kofi Coburn has. I think Georgie can be good. I think he can be a, a solid Big Ten center because we saw him do that as a freshman, and maybe he's more comfortable without Kofi around him, but he's not Kofi Coburn. So there, there just hasn't been one uh, in Illini history. I mean, he's had one of the best freshman years ever. So this is the most impactful move of their offseason, of whether Kofi Coburn comes back or not. Because if Iowa comes back, yes, they'll be very good. Um, but they have a lot of pieces, and they'd be a small team, but a really fun team, push the pace, all the things like that. But if Kofi is gone, there's just no one they have or can get that can replace him. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the key changes that they made clearly defensively in terms of style of play led to uh, a lot of the more positive outcomes uh, as far as defensive efficiency and some of those numbers um, that we've that we've discussed. But uh, that also that has a lot to do with Kofi. When you go from one of the worst defensive rebounding teams in the country to to a team that is really holding its own, not only defensively rebounding and getting stops, but uh, getting second chance opportunities. Kobe has a lot to do that do with that. And you take him away, and uh, also when you talk about offensive rebounding, uh, Alan Griffin, you could, you could argue that those two, and even others, police that all of a sudden a team that was really built around winning the battle in the glass a lot of nights. Without Kofi, you're really hurting there. And then also being able to defend the rim. I know that Kofi didn't have the the block total that a Jalen Smith did or, or even a Matt Harms or uh, some others around the league, but we saw that just his presence around the basket uh, made made players uh, adjust their shots or, or decide, I'm not even going in there. And mm-hmm. we saw some of that uh, when he had the six blocks against Indiana. I think that there's – further growth there for him and potential to him to grow uh, as a rim protector as a sophomore too. But again, yeah, if that's not there, there isn't a Kofi out there. It can be a routinely put up double doubles in the, in the big 10. You just don't see that uh, not only on the grab market, but even if the run, one-time transfer hits, um, that would be a, a tall task for Illinois to, uh, to adjust and, and try to get somebody in there that can be good enough for them to get back to or get, I was going to say get back to the tournament, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, get back to the tournament, but uh, for the first time again since 2013. I can't help but think, do you think this has an impact on Io and, and what he does? I mean, I still expect him to go through the process, and I guess you don't have to tell every the world that you're going through it, but I, I figured he would have announced that um, by now. And you know, I think a lot of people were starting to think, well, maybe he comes back with Kofi, and oh my gosh, we, this is a top three team in the Big Ten with Iowa and Wisconsin, and, and now we're sitting there thinking of a team without four of its five scorers returning. Yeah, yeah that's going to be interesting because when, when you, you know, the talk, um, when you look at some of these Zoom videos where, where teams are posting who's on it with the teams, and uh, it's been good for a lot of fans to see that Iowa's still active. I'd be interested in. Uh, what that looks like now with Kofi declaring, again, I would assume that by keeping the possibility open that he would still be an active participant in that. Maybe we'll see, especially because he doesn't have a combine to go to or anything. But um, all along, I, I didn't expect Io just to flat out say one way or the other, I'm coming back, or especially that I'm going to go without testing it. But there's still so much uncertainty out there. What What is there to test? if there's no combine. So uh, we're kind of in an interesting 
situation. But yeah, as far as IO just maybe ultimately saying, okay, the, these uncertain times and the fact I can't boost my stock any further. And, uh, maybe I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say flat out I'm back for one more year. It maybe becomes harder to see now with, with Kopi out there and, and declaring and, and at least gonna see what he can do, um, on the market. So, uh, yeah, I think that now I don't know when the when the deadline is is going to get extended because I'm assuming that it's going to uh, when you can declare. But when that happens, I think the full expectation by by a lot of people out there is I was going to do the same, and maybe uh, there'll be a little bit of a sweat period for a lot of fans. Wouldn't you think that we'll see what the Illini staff thinks of whether they push for big men now in the transfer market? I mean, wouldn't that tell us like what what they think Kofi's going to do? Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Um, because if he's if he's coming back or the expectation that he's back, you don't you don't need a a center, especially trying to sell one on on a, a good chunk of playing time, especially a grad who's looking for one more year to get a nice chunk of minutes. But um, they would they're still interested in in the sit out route, and if there was a five, I, that would still make sense as far as play a year or sit a year behind Kofi and then. And then take over that opportunity, but yeah, if they're all of a sudden a name on Matt Harms's list yeah. or, or someone like that, yeah, that, I think that that would sound the alarm a little bit as far as okay, maybe this is more serious than we think it is. Yeah, Harms, I'll take him <laughs> if it wasn't Kofi, but you're probably not going to know by the time Harms even makes a decision. So, yeah, um, this is interesting, and uh, man, we got to recalculate what the possibility is because this is Derek. I, I don't want to, you know. Uh, overhype it but you've just never had a player like this and he was the center of everything you do and uh, you know without the pun intended but he's the center of everything you do and that this changes what the program looks like not only just next year but the momentum you could have moving forward so well i don't know if it's you know good teams have guys go pro right and they can bounce back from it. good programs have guys go pro and if you have two guys who can get drafted as underclassmen that's ultimately a very good sign for your program, but it also means it's very difficult to be a uh, top four or five big 10 team like they were last year, every year, year after year. Yeah, it would really, you know, bite into your ability for sustainability, I guess you should say is where you, you have the wins you want on the court this year and you build it up and, and you expect to lose some at guard and you go out and, and have Curbelo and, you're loaded with Curbelo and Miller and waiting in the wings and you think you're going to be fine and you plug those in. And even though they're young and um, going to have to gain some experience and even with the sit out transfers who, who need to get acclimated to playing in the big 10, you're still going to feel good about having Trent Frazier and Devontae in that backcourt and bringing back. Yeah. The, what your centerpiece for this upcoming year is going to be in Kofi and, and Kofi and, and Georgie still in the mix down low. So uh, yeah, it would drastically change where Illinois is uh, they would again need to go out and and get a big ad not only they'd have to get a stopgap or, or some, have some kind of answer uh, at the five spot in the immediate sense um, for, for this upcoming season but um, there, there's going to be the need to go out and get a, a huge you know 2021 edition uh, as far as the center but uh, needing to answer that void in this offseason uh, for the upcoming year would be unforeseen. It really put Illinois in a situation to be vulnerable down low uh, in a year when they were supposed to start 
stacking some years and, and building this momentum forward. And um, this would this would really change some things for for the program. Isaac Trotter and I did a long podcast uh, before this. We didn't get into basketball too much, but every time I do a long podcast, Eric, some breaking news happens after it minutes afterwards. So I need to stop doing that apparently. <laughs> Is the news ever positive? <laughs> well, it was Allen leaving and now Kofi possibly leaving. Uh, <laughs> so, no. Yes, that answers it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Appreciate it. Always fun, man. All right. Have a good show. That's Derek Piper, uh, Illini Inquirer. And, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, the part of the plan, it wouldn't have been a surprise. If, you know, I think it just would have felt better if Kofi would have said, yeah, and I, I'm still leaving open my eligibility, possibly returning, because it's going to be very interesting to hear what feedback Kofi Coburn gets with this and uh, if he feels he has enough to, to get drafted because like I said I don't, I don't think he is a great NBA prospect he is far from a perfect NBA prospect if you were he'd obviously be a lottery pick like Bardo and Dockage said but uh, he is intriguing enough he is intriguing enough that one team could fall in love with it uh, could fall in love with his skill set fall in love with his upside and invest a pick and yeah he might go to the G League but if he's making money doing it, doesn't have to go to school, and can prolong his money-making ability, uh, that's going to be something that intrigues him. But I do think he is one of those players that can really help their stock next year by coming back for a sophomore year. Not a lot of guys I say that about, because uh, I don't even know if Io helps his draft stock by coming back for a year and improving his game. But Kofi Coburn could improve his game immensely um, but if he gets drafted and makes the money, kudos to him. But it'll be very interesting to watch this moving forward and obviously has huge ramifications on um, Illinois basketball moving forward. Thanks for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. I had to put off my Isaac Trotter publishing that one, so you'll get that one probably uh, in the morning on Wednesday, even though we recorded it today. Uh, so we'll have that up a little bit later. But hope you enjoyed this. Uh, for the latest, Derek's going to break this down a little bit more on the website. We'll break it down from every angle as possible, get some NBA po- uh, draft guy feedback as well. Thanks for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Subscribe to us, rate us, review us. I hope everybody's well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.